afternoon, good morning and good night. We are based in our first ever international Gabbing with Glassheads, if you don't count Chris permanently being in Germany. This is episode six, so we are coming to you from Warrington, Bolton, Darmstadt and Adelaide. We are here with Savannah Summers. She's our first female wrestler and, as we've mentioned, our first international guest. Hi, Savannah. Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. When we have uh, fighters on, whether it be mixed martial artists, wrestlers, boxers, we try and give them a special introduction. So, (laughs) coming down the aisle and into your podcast ears, we have the first four-time ever RCW Women's Champion, first ever WZ Women's Champion, and first ever FWA Women's Champion. She is the Princess of Perfection, Savannah Summers! Woo! Crowd goes wild! Crowd goes wild indeed. (laughs) Obviously, we've mentioned Savannah uh, is a wrestler, so... Standard questions to start off with, really. What got you into wrestling and when did you start training? I got into wrestling when I was probably about nine or ten, I think. I just um, fell in love with it, found it on TV. I I don't have any brothers, so I definitely didn't have any brothers or anything showing me. My sister was never into wrestling and my dad didn't really care about wrestling. He knew what it was when I found it and gave me a bit of grief about it and all of that, but I found it all by myself and I just fell in love with it as soon as um, I discovered it. It just really stood out to me, something so different, but just spoke to me in so many ways, you know, with the athleticism and the entertainment and drama and outfits and everything. I loved it. And I always knew I wanted to do it as soon as I started watching it. When I was a bit younger, my mum definitely wasn't keen for me to get into the wrestling, I think she was always very supportive and and happy for me to pursue whatever, but I think she thought it was just a phase and I would grow out of it. So she was like, no, well, just wait till you're a bit older, a bit older, a bit older. And then I got to, uh, once I turned 18, I met some guys that ran a company in Adelaide and I basically started the next week. So, yeah, I just started as soon as I could. And once I was 18, there wasn't much mum could do about it. So, (laughs) and then she supported me ever since. She has come to a lot of my shows and, you know, she always helps me out and stuff. So, no, it's been good. Awesome. That's great that you've uh, you've had the support uh, once uh, your family realised what you actually wanted to do and you've um, made a a really long career out of things. Just taking a look at you, um, your bio, and the, the places and the people that you've wrestled, it's kind of a who's who. If people are into women's wrestling, especially with the women's revolution and kind of the way the world is slowly starting to change. I've got three daughters, so I think seeing women empowered in sport is, is massive, especially when you've got girls looking up to girls. Now, I can see that when you first started, you had quite a lot of matches against male wrestlers. What are your thoughts on intergender wrestling in 2021 yeah i mean i'm all for it if that's what people want to do i don't love it myself i i think i definitely prefer to wrestle women but if uh, someone if a promoter wants to book me against a guy i don't mind i am very much i like to play the role though of being the girl in the match i don't i don't necessarily 
it, think it should be completely even, if you know what I mean. It's just not realistic and I'm still a bit of the kayfabe and keeping things believable and it just depends how they want to play it out. And I, I mean, I always prefer intergender matches. I think if there's a big storyline behind it and a big build to it, I think there's a bit more of a payoff to it then. But um, but otherwise, you know, if I get the choice, I probably always pick just to wrestle the girls. I like the girls and I have a lot of fun wrestling women. So I, I think it's great that, that the women are getting more of a look now and taken a bit more seriously. I think that is how it should be. We should all be respected for what we do in the ring and whether we're women or men, it's, uh, it's a lot a lot of work and it takes a lot out of you and I'm glad that I feel like we've, we are finally getting the recognition and the respect that we all deserve, which is good. I think the recognition and respect is definitely there. I think there's a lot of wrestlers, female wrestlers, who have been tra- transitioned over from the diva era into the this quote-unquote women's revolution that get forgotten, the likes of Trish Stratus and Lita, uh, especially Molly Holly. Those type of people were definitely paving the way when the bra and panties matches were still going on. We evolved with the likes of uh, Paige and Charlotte, Becky Lynch and... Uh, those type of people as well. Now, just checking you out this morning on YouTube, I saw a match that you had with Demi Bennett. People might know better as one Rhea Ripley, who is um, absolutely smashing things in the WWE and on Raw and is wrestling uh, Oscar at WrestleMania. So the fact that you've been in with someone who's now such a high-profile person, how did you find wrestling someone like her when she was a, a relative newcomer? Yeah, so Rhea actually started wrestling in the company that I'm with, Bright City, in Adelaide. So I had already been with them for about 10 years. I was definitely like the established woman in um, Riot City when she joined. So it was. it's always nice to bring new girls through and teach them the ropes and show them the ways. And that's one thing I really enjoy about wrestling and being in a smaller city where we don't have like crazy amounts of women so usually the women coming through are looking up to me and I get to teach them the ways so it's nice to see that you know I had her very first match when she started and probably I've I've had you know like 50 matches with her or more like we wrestled each other you know every week for for years while she was on the independent scene because she was with my company and I basically brought her through so it's really good to see like where she's at now and the things that she's you know accomplishing and I know that she's going to go on and do all of the things I think she um she's always had that in her and we always knew she'd be amazing so I think it's just a matter of time before she's held all the belts and you know won the rumble and the money in the bank and all of that I'm sure she will do all of it that's really lovely to hear um the fact that you had her at the the very beginning I didn't realize you had her first match that's awesome yeah. <laughs> Even though this interview is, is all about Savannah Summers, we are going to try and tag Rhea in this interview uh, on Twitter, uh, just so she can kind of hear from a blast from the past before she moves into WrestleMania season. But, as I said, it's not about Rhea Ripley, it's about Savannah Summers. So taking a look <laughs> at the back now again, you've got a bunch of finishing moves and signature moves. So we've got the Savannah Stunner, Pure Arrogance, the Ego Trip, guillotine leg drop, the self-esteem boost, and self-satisfaction. Which one of those is your go-to to to put someone away? 
Oh, it would definitely be my um, Summer Stunner or my Savannah Stunner. I love that move. It's just, it's a, a stunner with a little bit of a twist to it and it all it always does the job. So that's definitely my go-to. Brilliant. And last question for me before I hand over, and I've actually got one from my daughter, which I'm going to be really self-indulgent with, but she asked me to ask you, so I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> I've seen that you do a move um, that's very similar to Mr. Perfect, Perfect Plex. Is Mr. Perfect any sort of influence on you, or did that just happen by accident? No, yeah, I definitely do it as a homage to Mr. Perfect. I, I like to call myself the Princess of Perfection, and so I figured it was only right to you know do one of his moves and um you know as the perfect plex says it because it goes with my persona as well so i love that i can do that and and pay homage to him in that way brilliant well pun intended that was a perfect answer um so <laughs> i'm gonna try and play this now this is from a four-year-old who's got a hybrid scouse and warrington accent so if you can't hear or understand that i will read the question again but let's give this a go. This is Ellie asking a female wrestler a question. Get ready. Hi, Savannah. My name's Ellie and I'm four. And my favourite wrestler is Alexa Bliss. Who's your favourite wrestler of all time? Oh, that was so adorable. <laughs> yeah, Alexa is um, amazing and she's doing some amazing things right now. I love that she is in a storyline that doesn't involve the belt but is part of the boys, you know, the men's division as well. Like, I think that she's great. So that's a very good pick. I would say my favourite wrestler of all time would definitely be Trish Stratus. I love Trish. Um, I grew up watching Trish. She's definitely someone that got me into wrestling and got me like loving it and wanting to be a wrestler. So I'll always say Trish a hundred times over. <laughs> so yeah, Trish Stratus. Awesome. Cool answer. Uh, Ellie will be so happy that you answered her question as well because she always wants to be part <laughs> of the podcast. She's getting a little bit obsessed with wrestling, which I'm getting a bit scared of. But I kind of like it as well. So uh, maybe she'll be the one. Uh, if you're still uh, doing your thing in uh, 10, 20 years' time, you might uh, get in the ring with my daughter. Who knows? Absolutely. Well, gonna... <laughs> well, thank you so much from me, Savannah. I'm going to hand you over now to Howard and to crack on to the next portion of the interview. Sounds good. Okay, that was great. But I'm going to change the uh, tack slightly away from wrestling. So I'm going to start okay. off with a few general quick fire questions and the idea is to just answer me with one word straight away so are you ready uh, i guess see how i go okay doke so savannah would you rather be too hot or too cold too hot would you prefer a city break or an escape to the country country pineapple on pizza uh, yes absolutely curry or chinese Chinese. Szechuan or Fu Young? Fu Young. Beer or wine? Wine. Excellent. So we touched on food there and curry. One <laughs> of my passions is I grow chilies. I believe you've got a, a plant passion as well. Yes, I do have a bit of a plant passion. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, only only recently I have gotten very into bonsais. 
I was uh, I was given a bonsai uh, maybe about three years ago, and I loved it. And he was my only one for about two years, and then. Probably at the beginning of last year, I just started going crazy. And now I have about, I think, about 16 bonsais. So, yeah, I went a bit crazy. But I love them all and it's so much fun to watch them grow and, and prune them back and just see them develop into, like, their little trees. It's adorable. <laughs> Fantastic. So I've got one last <laughs> question for you now. Just for our uh, British and European audiences who've never traveled to australia it's very difficult to get a grasp for how large australia is for example the uk is about 242,000 square kilometers australia is 8 million square kilometers so it's nearly as large as europe so you're from adelaide is traveling around australia for your competitions etc an issue not it's not really an issue but it is you we just fly everywhere we don't really drive because driving it just takes way too long the closest big city for me to travel to would be melbourne and that's still about an eight hour drive to get there so if i fly it takes an hour so we would usually just fly everywhere it can get expensive if you're going somewhere like perth perth for me is ages away and flights just end up costing ridiculous amounts. As long as like it, they're paying, you know, paying for you to come over, it's not so bad. The flight I think is to Perth is still only about five hours, but it, yeah, it's a long way. And it's just, it's just how it is in, in Australia. I think we just get used to it though. It's, we're just used to it being that way. I think people come over and they think, we'll just go to the next city. And you think, yeah, sure. You've got eight hours to drive. Cause that, like, that's how long it'll take. To get to Queensland, it takes three days. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely easier just to fly everywhere. So you just got to look out for, for the cheap flights, the sales, and then you're all right. Brilliant. Thank you. So I'll hand you over okay. to Chris now. Okay. Hey, Savannah. So I've got a couple of questions, a little bit wrestling related and a little bit just about more about what you get up to in your spare time and a little bit about Australia, actually. Yeah. Us at the Glassheads, we like a good quiz. Lee and I have both participated in quizzes together in the past, and Howard's still very active on the quiz scene. So I thought, I thought about your name, and I thought Savannah Summers, great wrestler name. Sounds a bit like a country singer name to me as well. And when I thought about it a bit more, some country singer names could be wrestler names. So I thought I'd devise a little quiz. I'm going to give you some names, and I need you to tell me whether these people are wrestlers or country singers. Okay. Okay, right. They will start a little bit easier, and then they'll get progressively harder. Okay. I probably won't know any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it quite easy at first, so let's let's see. <laughs> right, the six all together, and you need to get you need to get four, I think, to win the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> There's no prize, right? Probably going to fail. Okay. <laughs> okay. First name. First name, and it's just funny because this name's already come up, so. Trish Stratus, is she a wrestler or a country singer? <laughs> She's a wrestler. Great. I said it'd be easy to start off with. Okay. You say that, but the next one. <laughs> Faith <laughs> Hill. Oh, I don't know. I'll say country. <laughs> country singer. Okay, you're two for two at the moment. Right, okay, these do start getting a little bit harder. Shannon Brown. 
Uh, I'll say country singer. I think someone shared these answers with you with advance. You're three for three at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Laura James. Laura James. I oh, know. We'll, we'll say wrestler. We'll say wrestler. Okay. Okay. Izzy Shaw. Wrestler. Wrestler. Okay. And last but not least, Sierra Hull. Singer. Well, you've smashed it. Six out of six. No, really? Six out of six. Amazing. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm well impressed. Well done. Go me. Most of it, like, <laughs> a few of them were definitely just guesses, so I did well. I'm sure, I'm sure you've wrestled one or two of them as well. <laughs> yes, I think I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on, we, we talked about Australia just a little bit before. And one of my fascinations with Australia is the is the wildlife there, and especially the creepy crawlies. You mentioned going to Perth before, and uh, one of my ex housemates is actually from Perth. Got to give it a shout out, Tracy the Cruise. Yesterday, and this is without a word of a light, her husband posted this on Facebook, and it absolutely mortified me because <laughs> bugs that you have in Australia just aren't like what we get in England or in Europe, right? So. This this is this is me quoting his post, and then I want to talk to you about it. So I just witnessed an epic battle in our backyard. A scorpion and a huntsman spider were fighting. Then this spider wasp came out of nowhere, killed the huntsman, and dragged him up a wall over a fence into next door. The scorpion hasn't moved yet, and I'm a bit scared to see if it's still alive. Now, <laughs> that that to me is like I I can't imagine. I don't want to look out, out my balcony and see that happening. Now, the thing that gets me is the spider wasp. So it, it wasn't a spider, and it wasn't a wasp, and it wasn't a spider and a wasp coming to tag team this huntsman. It was a spider wasp. So please tell me, what in the blue hell is a, is a spider wasp? <laughs> it's I'm pretty sure it's like a wasp, it, but it sort of looks like a spider. It has, like, really long legs, and they'll, they eat big big stuff like big bugs they're like pretty aggressive so yeah they're just really freaky looking because they they have these big long hairy legs and it's just like it's not i think they they look scarier than they really are well to us anyway not to other bugs but i know you can't see it because we haven't got video but the, the hairs on my arms are actually standing up right now listening to that <laughs> it's really frightening <laughs> it's pretty okay. normal over here it's just normal stuff you get used to it yeah, you know, spider wasps like these kind of hybrid chimera-like creatures that you've got going on. Okay, <laughs> have you ever had any encounters with any of these kind of creepy crawlies? Yeah, we have spiders everywhere. There's always spiders. I, I know I was um, walking past my couch the other day and a, a big huntsman ran out from under the couch and looked at me and then just ran back under the couch and I was like, all right, well, um, he's there. Better make sure I, I don't sit on the couch for a while just in case. Probably a good idea. I mean, if he's going to be there, you could at least charge him some rent or something. <laughs> yeah. And I know I came inside the other day and I felt something tickling my foot and I kind of just brushed my foot with my other foot and a big inch ant landed on the ground. So when I was outside, an inch ant must have crawled onto me and I'm lucky he didn't bite me because that would have really hurt. But I, I just brushed him off, didn't even notice, and then I saw him on the ground. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and what was that called again? An inch ant. They're like really, really big ants, and if they bite, it's it hurts like like a bee sting. It's like really painful. Okay, like an inch ant, like an like an ant that's an inch long. 
Yeah, and their their claws, at, like their teeth or nippers or whatever at the front are huge. They're like five millimetres, probably long each. They're, yeah, it's horrible. I'm done. I don't think I've got any more questions after that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. In all seriousness, I do have I do have one more question. Okay. And it's about another one of your interests outside the ring, Savannah. I read that you're into your donuts and dogs, which are which are all well and good. But the one that really caught my eye was astronomy. So I wanted to ask how the girl who grew up and got into wrestling also got into astronomy, and how you <laughs> kind of still follow that through to this day as well. I think just the space in general really fascinates me. I think it's like the unknown. And so I love to research uh, anything about space and anything new, like any new discoveries. I'm always like looking up stuff and discovering new things and finding, I just want to know everything about everything. And space is one of those things where you really, we really don't know, you know, um, as much as we've sent, things out and we you know they try to get data we really don't know anything and that I think just fascinates me so I'm always you know watching new documentaries and and following all of the space agencies online and anything new and interesting or they might be doing I love to watch and follow and and really get into so yeah I don't know it's just one of them things (laughs) fascinating I couldn't agree more yeah. And did you, did you watch the uh, the rover landing on Mars a couple of weeks ago? Yes, yes. And I watched the SpaceX like uh, launch that exploded again. The landing ones they keep trying to get. I love it all. I watch everything. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a proper uh, a proper groundbreaker when they when they get that right. Yeah, one, and when they get all the data back from the uh, the Mars one, it, that'll be good. They're always finding new stuff, and I I love to I love learning about everything. So it's good. I know what you mean. I really need to find time to just uh, to watch the to rover just going around Mars, seeing what's what's on the on the camera. It's going to be fascinating, and I just <laughs> not really got around to it the last couple of weeks because uh, we've started this new podcast and it's taken quite a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. that's it. And it's one of those things you could just watch for hours, even though it's like you, you, the same thing over and over. It's like it's still fascinating, you know. Absolutely, great. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Savannah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for going through those questions. Uh, I'm I'm still really impressed with the quiz, and thank you for uh, in, in, in indulging in my uh, fascination for Australian wildlife as well. It's been an eye opener, and maybe one that when I listen to this interview, I'll probably look back and think maybe I didn't need to ask those questions. But <laughs> you have to go uh, look up what an enchant looks like now, so you understand the size of them. I, I will do. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely do it behind the safety of a computer screen, that's for sure. <laughs> Good idea. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to pass it over to Lee, who is going to give us a teaser for our next guest, and then to wrap up the show as well. So thank you very much, Savannah. No, thank you. It's been great. Hi, Savannah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm basically freaking out here, because while you've been talking about bugs, Howard... Our um, tech guy and uh, resident author has been sending me pictures of these bugs on WhatsApp, so <laughs> I can barely breathe because I am petrified <laughs> of spiders. Like petrified. So let's just move on from that now because I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't you wouldn't cope books. over here. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I've got family <laughs> over there. They've asked me to come out numerous times, and I'm just like, nah, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> Meet you halfway. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been checking Twitter um, while we've been speaking as well, 
And I can see that the next uh, Riot City Wrestling Show is Saturday, April the 10th. Are you on that card? Yes, I am defending my belt on that card against Delta. She happened to pin me at the last show. But in saying that, the biggest guy on the roster uh, destroyed me first and then she came in and happened to get the pin. How convenient. So she uh, she gets a shot at the belt now, but uh, I'm pretty confident. I've been around a lot longer than her, so you know, betting on myself for sure. <laughs> well, I've heard she's listening and she said she's going to beat you, so I think you need to give her a little bit of a 30-second promo. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> no, no. She's a baby. She's still new. This is only like her like fourth or fifth match. She's got nothing on me. I'm not worried. There you go. Well, you've heard it from uh, the horse's mouth. Savannah Summers is going to retain her title on April the 10th. And uh, I'm not going to argue with her. Okay, so once again, just from all behalf, uh, on behalf sorry, of the uh, other two glassheads, we want to thank you for being our first international guest. Hopefully not the last time we speak to you. So we will uh, be more than happy to check back in with you later on this year. The fact that you guys seem to be doing a much better job than a lot of places over in Australia with COVID and you've got crowds back, that just makes everyone in Europe and the UK, well, not everyone, because some people like, you know, love to wallow in misery, um, but the people who like to live a life and get out and watch live wrestling, live music, live comedy, Seeing stuff with you guys uh, in front of crowds is fantastic. So thanks again. I'm not going to do you an outro because just in case you do lose that belt, I don't want to say and still, but we know that's not going to happen. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> Damn fly straight. Back. There you go, damn straight. I'm going to fly back <laughs> over to Chris. Um, he's going to do the tease for our next guest. But on behalf of the Glassheads, thank you so much, Savannah. And we will no doubt see you soon. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been great, and I can't wait to come back. Okay, listeners, so our next guest is continuing the theme of women's empowerment. It's my ex-boss, uh, a lady by the name of Jack Corcoran. She is involved in a movement called Women in Tech, which aims at getting women, and especially younger women as well, into the more male-orientated technology roles. So Jack will be coming on talking about her involvement in women with tech and we'll also take a little bit of a look into into her life and what she does outside of that so from lee howard and myself chris this has been episode six of gabbing with glassheads thanks for listening and we'll see you soon